Byron, Mississippi. It's Lakeshore Church. Uh, this is very needed today because there's a mega, man, there's a megaphone of information that's out there that's contrary to God's word. And so I have a task today, and, and I'm humbled by that to have this platform, but also the responsibility and accountability that goes with it. That uh, there needs to be a voice because we're in the wilderness. <laughs> and uh, I want you to be attentive today, okay? And uh, I apologize. I got a little carried away some of it, but uh, it's, uh, we need to hear it. Uh, we truly do. And I'm not here to make enemies. I'm not here to, uh, I'm here to inform. And, and I say that with, with humility today. But in Genesis chapter 1, verses 27 and 28, uh, I want you to stand, if you will, and, and honor God's word. And then we'll read this out of the Christian standard. And we can pray and you can be seated, okay? But uh, we find these words recorded. It says this in verse number 27. So God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. Notice this now. We've got the pronoun. It's singular. He, and then watch what happens. He created him in the image of God. He created them, male and female, and blessed them and said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, and every creature that crawls on the earth. And I want to sh show you something. If you, if, if you see the word subdue there, there are people that think, well, that was talking about all of creation, male and female. No, it wasn't. You and I, if you remember last week, we were given dominion. And so dominion, a synonym of that is subdue. So he was talking about male and female was the human beings, those two genders. So uh, I just want you to know that as we, we embark on this together. Let's pray. We thank you, Lord. Uh, I just ask for your presence, Lord. I do. Holy Spirit, this is your place. And uh, that you would visit each one of us in unique ways in whichever, wh whatever way we need, whether it's intellectually, Lord, a conviction, whatever it is, God, that you would reveal yourself to us today. Uh, we thank you, Lord. I pray that my words would be yours and my thoughts would be yours. And I, that means more than most sermons. God, you keep my thoughts together. And most of all, God, we'd walk in obedience. We would stand where we need to stand as believers in Jesus Christ and believers in Almighty God. And God, would be careful to give you the praise for we ask it and pray it in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said, amen, amen. You may be seated. So far, we've established, if you think about the last two sermons starting out, um, we've established that God is authority. Uh, and you and I aren't. Uh, he's authority. He's creator. Uh, we're not like him. His ways and thoughts are higher than ours. Last time together, we talked about man's dominion. That though, we have cre that though we're created, we are the top of the food chain, if you will, when it comes to God's creation. Now watch this, and, and I, I had some conversation with people about it, never preached it before. But what happens is in the garden, Adam and Eve, or Eve started out, and then, of course, with Adam, th they were tempted that if you're going to, if you, he told you not to do this, because if you do it, you will be equal with God. So, so we got man who's right up underneath the authority of God as dominion with, with dominion. So it was elevated that way. And then what happens, I also think it's a ploy of the enemy. You'll hear that a few times today as well. What the enemy does then, if, if we're not going to participate in that, then what the enemy does is he tries to elevate the rest of the, for us to re elevate the rest of the creation to be equal with man. And that's not the case either. So that's the first part. And then today, <laughs> Uh, you, you see this progression that's, uh, I hope you've seen this theme. It's about being connected with God, God's authority. He gave us dominion, and then he created male and female. Plainly seen in, in Genesis. God created gender. Gender identity is not man's doings, it's God's. 
Now, what man does with that, we're going to hold, be accountable for that. But watch what happens. Then he tells us to be fruitful and multiply. You can't take same genders and make children. But yet in our world today, we're so, it was just a few months back in front of Congress now. A lady came up and they asked the woman there, a woman there said, uh, this is just a congressman asked the lady behind the desk, said, I just want to ask you something. You do believe that women are the only people that can have children. To which she said with no emotion, with very convicting words, she said, no, that's not correct. And our congressman said, do what? She said, no, 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 no. Women can have children and transgender men can have children. Folks, we're living in a slippery slope day when that stuff is before Congress. And, and all of a sudden, they didn't break in on the cast and go, no, we're not going down that road. We ain't got time for all this foolishness. We give them place to it. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> How many of y'all ever seen the chair challenge where men and women put their head on the, on the, on the um, uh, they put their head on the wall and they try to pick up the chair? How many, raise, raise your hand if you've ever seen that. In the first service, there were six people. Raise your hand if you've ever know what I'm talking about. Okay, put it up there like you're enjoying a football game, all right? And your team just scored, all right? It's amazing. It, it, I, I picked this picture out, and I've tried it, and I can't do it. You put a chair out, and, and you take your feet, you get one up against the wall, go two back with your feet, and then put the chair under you and put your head on the wall. Most men, the vast majority of men, cannot pick up the chair. But women can. I remember when I saw this years ago and tried I think Suzanne, I tried it years ago, and she whooped me at it. I mean, whooped me down badly. I mean, it was bad. I thought, how is this? I remember thinking, I bet you women got muscles for having children that we don't have. Well, I found out with a little research, it's really not that deep. It's not, not that deep. What it really is, is most men have pretty big feet. Would y'all agree with that? All right? Most women have short feet. So if they go three feet back or three sides of their feet back, their center of gravity is still over the chair. This is, this is how it works. Most men are taller. You notice? I mean, it sticks out when a, when a woman is taller than her husband or her boyfriend. I mean, it sticks out. Most of the time he's saying, wear those flats when we go somewhere. <laughs> You know I'm telling the truth. There's something about our society. We're naturally bigger. Our clothes are bigger and things like that. Are, here's, here's one for you women. Our egos are bigger. But anyway, there's a lot of things that are bigger. So what it amounts to is because I'm taller than Suzanne, when I lean over, now my center of gravity is over the chair and I can't pick it up because of the angle that I'm at. Most women can pick up the chair because their feet are smaller, therefore three steps back, they're not as far away from the wall. They're still over their legs so they can pick it up. That's what I found out from the internet. <laughs> I told you all that craziness to remind you of one thing. We're different, folks. All the men in the room, if you're married, I want you to understand this thing. This will be the deepest preaching you've ever heard me say. You will never, ever figure her out. All the women in the room, you're never going to figure him out. Hmm? Because God made male and female. Man comes along, we royally mess stuff up. Today, I don't say this to stir up or rile up or, you know, that kind of thing, but truly to inform. Uh, this stuff affects every one of our families, mine included. That we live in such a day and age of confusion and, and people are just messed up. 
and we're messed up in our thinking and the horse is out of the barn and he's so far out there. Now we're really in a mess. And now the one that wants to get the horse back in the barn, he's the one that's the quack. He's the one that's crazy. He's the one that's a regressive instead of progressive. Oh, listen, we need to know this stuff. And you know what? I have a bunch of great preachers that I listen to, but I don't hear anybody saying this stuff. Uh, I'm still waiting for somebody that has national prominence that will take a stand and say, this stuff is not godly. And, and, and it's, everything can't be right. If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. Identity is God's, not man's or mine. I want to share some thoughts with you. When I think about identification of gender, I want to just remind you some stuff. First is this. There's a distinction of sexuality. I've already established that with a chair. It's very clear in God's word. Jeremiah 1.5, it says, Before I formed you in your mother's womb, hmm, I set you apart. Before you were born, I appointed you as prophet of the nations. In other words, in that translation and others, it talks about God knew Jeremiah before he formed him in his mother's womb. And see, well, the reason I chose that is God is authority. God knows today, tomorrow, today. He knew what Jeremiah was going to be, when he was going to be conceived. He knew he was going to be conceived in his mother's womb. There's a distinction there for gender. It's amazing. There's a distinction of sexuality. I believe today that life begins at conception. Uh, I think it's, and I hadn't planned on this, but this sort of falls in and sometimes God's ways are so much better than mine even, is that today is we're observing all over our country is Right to Life Sunday. When I think about in our world right now that one out of four women in our country have had an abortion. When I think in our country, there's been over 60 million abortions performed. Yes, it's lower. You know why it's lower? Because some people woke up and realized that when you have an innocent child that doesn't have a voice, somebody else needs to be a voice for them. And it's crazy how that's portrayed today. Yes, a woman does have her body, and she does have a right to, her, to do what she does with her body. But there is another body within that body, and nobody wants to talk about that. They've already proven it. And so we need to understand this, this, this distinction of sexuality. God is the giver of life. What's not being said and needs to be said today when I think about sexuality is it's not that difficult to know. It's the only way that it works. There's not one place in God's scripture where he identified a third gender. Did you know that? Not one. It was male and female in Genesis. It's a Genesis issue, and it's still male and female today. The text reminds us it's the only way that we can procreate. How about that? I'll tell you something, and this doesn't get me a lot of, <clears throat> this gets a lot of hard looks, and I'm sure somebody turns off Facebook when they hear this. But something's wrong in that community when you have to come to the heterosexual community to continue your family. If it's so right, wouldn't God have allowed that to happen within that? No. It's not male and male. It's male and female. It's not female and female. It's male and female. But sin messed it up. The text reminds us of that, that God's way was male and female. I'm going to show you something in God's word. It's 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7. We find this verse. It says, husbands, in the same way, live with your wives in an understanding way. Man, I'm glad Suzanne's getting to see this verse. As with a weaker partner, showing them that with honor as co-heirs of the grace of life so that your prayers will not be hindered. Hmm, mighty quiet, isn't it? We live in a day and age in our world where all, no, we're all equal. Yes, the ground at the cross is equal. But let me tell you something, the way that God set it up is Suzanne is different than me. And some people say, oh, I wish you wouldn't talk about your family. It's the only one I got. She's the only wife I got. I hope she's the only wife I ever have. I think she's going to kill me before she dies. So anyway, I think this will be the only one I have. But here's my point. Is that we need to understand the way God made it. There are some things that God did not intend for my wife to do. He put me in that place. 
And not as somebody that she's weaker than me, then I push down on her and she's less than me. No, 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 no. There's some things Suzanne has done in our family. I'm glad God put it on her and not me. But in the same vein, she would say the same. See, we need to understand. She's not the same. Listen to me. You're going to love this. This is probably what you're going to remember out of this sermon. You ready? If I change my name from Jay to Joy, doesn't mean I can participate in women's athletics. Huh? I told you you're going to remember this one. Did our preacher just change his name? Yeah, he did for about five seconds. That's ludicrous. Are you still out there? Ludicrous. And yet we live in a day and age where people are applauding this mess. And I don't want to offend anybody, but we need to understand God gives clear distinction in his word the difference between male and female. Man comes along and says, we're not going to do it that way. We're going to do it our way. Mm. Listen, that's the reason that transgenders and athletics doesn't work. The swimmer that was 400 and something in collegiate swimming, he became a woman and he's number one. I mean, listen to me, folks. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I hadn't been dropped on the floor either. I mean, I can figure this stuff out. Hmm. Oh, and yet it says that we're co-heirs. You know what co-heirs says in God's eyes? That he views Suzanne and me as equals. Hmm. See, I got to treat her with honor because we're equals. I'm not better than her over her. A man that thinks that today, this altar's for you before you leave here. You don't have an understanding of what marriage and relationships are about. And then so what have we done? Listen to me very carefully. So we, we don't do it the right way at the house, and we don't do it the right way in the church. We don't do it the right way in the community. And then over time, it ripples out, and you come, and this is what we're left with. A bunch of people that don't understand it. They haven't had a male figure in their life. They haven't had female figures in their life the way they need to and the balance. And so they're all mixed up. And then we go find this stuff and it becomes worse and worse and worse because we didn't do it God's way to start off with. Can't say it any better. I wrote it down that we're not talking about degrading. It should be celebrated. I want to celebrate every woman in the room today. You hear me? I'm glad God put childbirth on you. Amen. Amen. I was in the delivery room twice, in the operating room once. I'm glad God put it on you. I'm glad they put high heels on you. You ever seen a man wearing high heels that don't work? Not this foot. I'm trying to laugh a little bit because I'll break down and cry if I don't. And yet, what do we do with it? Hmm. Distinction of sexuality. Secondly, what happened is disturbed by man. That's what happened to it. Man has always taken something wholesome and holy and godly and twisted it up and mixed it and messed it up. And it doesn't take long either. Mm. I've, this is something that's been on my mind. I think I'll get away from it. These sermons occur. But this has been on my mind for the last three weeks. It must be an affront to the Almighty that God gives us the creation that he did, does, gives us the desires that he does, and then we mess it up and throw it back in his face. We take the creation that God gave us and we throw it in the creator's face. Hmm. Let that one sink in. Also, I've already said, I also think it's a ploy of the enemy, just like the garden. God, the creator, God is the authority and we're not, I wrote down. We need to be reminded of that. Everybody here, regardless of your age, you need to be reminded. God gave you dominion. He didn't give you authority. I know that's a play on words, but it's not. God's the authority. I have dominion, and one day with all the dominion that I have and the responsibilities I have, I will give an account to the authority. You understand me? Everybody get that? I'm saying this is, this is the theme of this thing. It's, it's, it's taking shape. It's amazing with just a simple look. <laughs> I've said this for years. Just the anatomy of a man and a woman will tell you how it's supposed to happen. Hmm? Everybody with me? Give me one of these if you're not an ameneer. It's, it's almost there. 
Do you understand what I'm talking about? And yet we come up with all this other stuff. Well, this is right. This is right. No, 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 no. Man makes it complex because of sin. We want in our way. And I could establish for someone, how does somebody, how do we get out there? And how does it get all mixed up? It's because the horse gets out of the barn. Nobody calls it what it is. And over time, it takes on this unbelievable stuff. And now you look at it and go, how did we get way out there? I'm going to answer that a little for you in just a minute. I want to show you a passage that's often talked about, but I want to show you some things out of it. All right. In Romans chapter one, you, it's always talked about in this arena because I've got to stand on it, talk about it. But in Romans chapter one, I want to show you some things. It says this, it says, claiming to be wise, they become fo- became fools and they exchanged the glory. Watch this now. They exchanged the, remember the authority? They exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man, birds, four-footed cr- animals and reptiles. Therefore, God delivered them in, in the desires of their hearts and sexual impurity. So their bodies were degraded among themselves. Watch this. They exchanged the truth of God for a lie. See, someone said, well, Brother Jay, how does all this happen? Well, what happens is we decide to go some other direction in our life. Just like anything else. God can deal with me about anything in my life. And if I choose to go a direction that doesn't bring glory to God, there's a price you pay. There has been created, watch this, and they worship, I just said it a while ago, they worship and serve what has been created instead of the creator, capital C, who is praised forever, amen. For this reason, God delivered them over to disgraceful passions. Their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. Verse number 27, the men in the same way also left natural relations with women and were inflamed in their lust for one another. Men committed shameless acts with men and received in their own persons the appropriate penalty for their error. Last verse, and because they did not think it worthwhile to acknowledge God, God delivered them over to a corrupt mind so that they do what is not right. And listen, we have generational stuff now, folks. We, we, we have things where people have lived this stuff out and stuff has happened and, and it's gone and it's gone and it's gone. And, and sometimes it maybe it's not even their own undoing, of their own doing. I know people have been violated. I know things that have happened. And pastored almost 40 years. I've dealt with a lot of stuff. And you see things and you don't even know now. It's so far out there now. How will we ever know? And yet because somebody says it, all of a sudden everything is okay. It's disturbed by man. Authority of God has been challenged, it says there. I never thought in my lifetime that I would see the things to the degree that we see today. And let me remind you, it's not going to get better. I'm not a doomsdayer, but the slide of sin doesn't stop. It doesn't make a circle and become better. Thirdly, dysfunction follows. That's how I define it today, that there are levels of dysfunction. It's always a slide. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Noah's Ark took place in Genesis 6. And by the time of Genesis 6 rolls around, six short chapters into God's creation, this is what God said. It repented him that he ever made man. He wished he'd never done it as bad as it was in six chapters. Every imagination of man's heart was on evil continually, it says. The perversion of mankind. Often in reading, I want to insert this. Often in reading, it seems like more and more today, especially with the internet or other things that I read, this statement comes out. Well, Jesus didn't talk about it, so it must be okay. I want to show you something that Jesus did talk about, okay? Matthew chapter 19, there's four verses I want to read to you. It says, some Pharisees approached him to test him. They asked, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife on any grounds? Watch this, how Jesus starts the answer. Okay, haven't you read? He replied that he who created them in the beginning made them male and female. See, this is where some of this stuff is capturing me for the last five or six years. Even when Jesus is speaking, you know what Jesus did? Took him back to Genesis. <laughs> you know, he, I mean, it went back for us today. We look back on it and go, hey, it was a Genesis issue then. 
Haven't you read? He replied that he who created them beginning male and female. And he also said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two will become one flesh. Wow. So they are no longer two but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. Not one part of this says anything about male and male and female and female. I know this won't make me popular, folks, because we live in a day and age. I'd probably, it would break my heart probably to know that we had to have a truthful survey that we put out there. There's a lot of people that call Lakeshore Church home. You probably have different views than I do because of all the things that we've heard. My responsibility sitting in this chair and standing on this platform, as long as you give me that right to do it, is to say, what does the Word of God say? God said male and female. And I'm not here to... I'll give you one other that's found in the Word of God. And it's called, they, were, they were defined as eunuchs. Had a great time with five or six men after this the first service because I struggled like everything. And they said, just say it, preacher. You know what a eunuch is? It's somebody who's been castrated. And I hate to put that out there. I tried, Bo. Didn't I try the first service? I said it. It took two minutes trying not to say it. It took me five seconds to say it. Now it's out there. A eunuch in biblical times and even historical times was someone, you know how it would happen? You have a, a prominent person, let's say a president or a king or an emperor or a pharaoh or something like that, and he has a harem of women, okay? And I just want y'all to know I'm old enough, that doesn't even appeal to me at all. I just want y'all to know that. I, I can't handle the one I got. I sure don't want a bunch of them. Solomon was just doing fine until he had to have a bunch of women. Anyway, please don't be offended. I, that was, somewhere in there was a compliment, I think. But anyway, but what they would do is you would have this higher up that had a bunch of women and he wouldn't want the people that were seeing after them, the men, to fool around with them. So they would do that to them. And they were called, that's what the, that's what the word eunuch means. That's in the Bible and it even makes, a, uh, it makes one reference in the Bible that if somebody chooses to be a eunuch. Now I'm thinking and all the men in the room go, I would never choose that job. No, no, no. But here's what I want you to understand. Even when that happens to someone their gender doesn't change. It's just whether they can be sexually active or not. They're still a male. And we need to understand this stuff. Instead, I, I read stuff and go, where do they come up with this stuff? But I'll tell you something. I say this often. We need to understand. You'll hear it in a minute. It's about darkness, folks. It's about darkness, which leads to this. The last thing is this. Discovery is really destruction. It's really destruction. When somebody says, oh, I've discovered something, or let me tell you the latest, it's unbelievable. You know, I'm still waiting for somebody for the, a, a talk show to come on and some psychologist or psychiatrist or therapist when it comes to all this gender identity stuff, and they make this statement, maybe they're sick. <laughs> maybe there's some imbalance there. Maybe they need some treatment. Lord knows the pharma pharmaceutical world will say, maybe they need a drug. The world that we live in, nobody. Let me tell you something now. Prominent pastors that I could drop their name from this platform and go out on Facebook and get me in a lot of trouble are embracing this stuff because man knows more than God's word. Let me tell you something. I don't want to play on your intelligence nor mine. You and I will never know more than God's word <laughs> because it's God in print. And we don't need to, and see, this is why I said, this verse comes to mind, wasn't in the first one. It's this, um, the, the verse says, the, 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 the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. When you and I start thinking, and we're so great thinkers, and I think I'm a pretty good thinker sometimes, until one of you tell me I'm not. I, I think, but what happens, if my thinking goes out from underneath the umbrella of the Almighty and his authority, 
I'm not in trouble tomorrow. I'm in trouble today. Let me rein it back in. Discovery is really destructive. I tell you, it's amazing. The only thing wrong in America today is conservative lifestyles. I mean, if you're conservative, you're a wacko. You're a square living on a round earth. I did a little research and found out. I'll show you first service. I beat it all to death, but I hold in my hand. There are right now, this was just an article that I saw. They, they had, they had dis- discovered that there are 72 genders right now. Yeah. I saw one uh, this morning. I thought it, it, it'll just make it to whatever. But here, here's one for us talking about praying and healing. Heal gender. Not heal of your foot, but heal like as in healing. Heal gender. H-E-A-L. Heal gender. A gender identity that gives the person peace, calm, and positivity. You'd say, Brother Jay, you serious? Uh Uh-huh. You remember the verse? Professing themselves to be wise, they became what? Sounds foolish, doesn't it? So here's, here's what happens. We give a place to this stuff, and I'm going to rein it in, I promise you. And, and I know some of you think it might be hard, but I'm going to rein it in. Here, here's what I want you to be, be reminded. I'm reminded of the saying that I heard probably when I was a boy, that this stuff, the horse out of the barn, it will take you further than you want to go. Yep. Take you further than you want to go. I never thought. Mallory was in the fourth grade. We're riding down the road, and she announced to us riding to school that somebody in her class was this, that way, or that way. I almost ran off the road, fourth grader. I don't know if she remembers that. I do, vividly. The day and age that we're living in, the horse is so far out of the barn. I mean, it's unbelievable. Someone say, what in the world? How how do we do it? I, I hope to help you in just a minute. We need to understand this. When we discover things as human beings outside of God's truth and God's framework, it becomes destruction in our life. And now we're living in a day and age where we're paying for this stuff, your tax money. I did some figuring the other day and found out how many tax dollars Suzanne and I paid last year. I don't even want to tell it. And I think X number of dollars is going to stuff that doesn't bring glory and honor to God. It's time for the redeemed of the Lord to say so. It's time for us to vote so. It's time for you to share it around the water cooler and at work or wherever. God help us. It's destruction. 72 genders. Mm, it's unbelievable that I even have to preach this stuff today. You, you know what I'm talking about? We live in that. And we're paying for it. I talked about so many people say, well, what about all the information, Brother Jay? I hear this stuff. What about all the data? What about all the data points? Listen to me very carefully. I wrote this down this way. Darkness will always validate darkness. If the case, and this is some of the other stuff going on in our society, if the case doesn't fit the cause, it doesn't get reported. You have a little old cause over here, you go find you a story that fits your cause. And I don't have time to get into all that, and that's not going to be part of Genesis issue. But there's so many times in our society, all we care about are the cases that fit my cause. What I'm telling you today is if somebody will find something that's going to back up what they think is right or what they want to be right in their life or someone else's life. I'm telling you where you and I, our marker today is the Word of God. Nothing more, nothing less. We stand on what God's Word said. And God said, I created male and female. Not 70 more or 170 more 10 years from now. Male and female. And if there's an issue, take it to the cross and let God work that out. And I'm not talking just from the cheap seats. It's part of my family too. Proverbs 14, 12. 
says it, and I think about this verse a lot. There's a way that seems right to a person, but its end is the way of death, to death. Oh, it's right. It's, it's whatever. No. The, the right is God's way. All right. So if something in my life doesn't bring glory and honor to the Lord, hmm, I got to fix it. And God's help, I got to fix it. And I believe the child of God is supposed to stand. I want to be able to share with integrity. You take this stuff, and I, I challenge you. Go see what God says. And God created male and female.